Yo, 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 yiggity, yo, 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 we are back. We missed a week. Why did we miss a week, guys? Let's, like, before we get into this episode, I feel like let's just do, like, a little tea spilling about this weekend. Yeah, it's it's been a weekend. <laughs> it's been a weekend. Max, you weren't here. I was not there for that. I was working. Oh my gosh. Being a productive member of society, not Doing. drinking jungle juice. <laughs> Should we like low-key get into it before we really get into it? Okay, let's get into it. This weekend, we got shit-faced <laughs> on yeah. campus, Mother Tati's jungle juice. Yeah. Really Very fucked us up. Very yes. Was not expecting that. Um, I was just stumbling. I lost my phone for a bit. Not fun. But I found it, thankfully. <laughs> but yeah, I was walking around a lot. I woke up. There were just like a bunch of grass and dandelions on my like fucking shoes. I was like, what happened? Like, it was bad. You broke your knee or some shit? Like, I broke my phone. Almost broke my knee. Mm-hmm. That was cute. You said you spent how much at the end of the night? I spent one thirty. Um, getting my phone fixed. My friend's pants, who I borrowed that night, have nothing but dirt and blood on them, so I have to, like, wash them. Um, but yes, just for context, this weekend was a bit much, (laughs) um, so we didn't get to record or release, but now we're back, so. We are back. Now that we're back, y'all think it's time, y'all? Let's get ready. Let's get, let's get into it. it. Let, let, let's get into <laughs> it. So, it is now time to put the children to bed. Get your wine, your coffee, your soda, whatever it is that you drink, and a midnight snack. Because it is now time for the commencement of some explicit behavior. <laughs> yes. So, this episode is actually a bit more serious, a bit more toned down from what we usually do so yeah let's hop into this episode called the end line it was supposed to be called the n-word but i don't like that so we're Mm -hmm. gonna call it the end line Mm -hmm. so let's get into it so this question wasn't even on like my list because i did not think that this would be taking place right now but everything that's going on in buffalo like what the absolute fuck like how do you like opinions i need yeah i feel like a lot of the times i have to like mentally like detach myself in a way because it's like wow like this shit is like real like like this is like the world that we live in like where people will just literally like, try to kill you for like the color of your skin. Like it's just crazy to think about that like we still have to worry about that today and like I feel like it can be kind of overwhelming to think about sometimes. So yeah. So Max, I really wanted your input on everything that's going on cuz of course you know we're not the same race, mm-hmm. but as a white man, um, I, as a white man who's not racist, I can imagine that it can be like a bit hard when things like this happen. Cause you know, I feel like sometimes black people, we get very defensive, which is completely understandable, but we start to look at every white person and kind of question like, like, I don't know if I can really fuck with you. I don't know if I can really trust you because of the state that the society is in. So what what is it like for you seeing what's taking place um, in Buffalo with African-Americans and just the shooting and everything? I mean, at the end of the day, like, I really feel like you can't be anything but disgusted at all this. Mm-hmm. Like, down to, like, the last detail of, like, what was going on with, like, the killer in particular, like, how he went about what he went about, like, obviously, you can't really be anything but disgusted, I guess. I feel like that's pretty objective, like, that kind of shit just can't stand, like, in any context. At all. At all. Um, 
I and I feel like that's kind of like oversimplifying it, which is kind of unfortunate. I don't really know like exactly like what my personal relationship with like events like these constantly happening is, I guess. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you really can't be anything but like enraged, like really completely put off by this, I guess. I was one of the people who viewed the video of what took place and not only was I disgusted but I was kind of like horrified by what to to the to what extremes people are willing to go just to prove like okay like I don't fuck with you because of the color of your mm-hmm. skin. It really doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, and it's kind of like more scary to me um, being that realistically, you know, they're telling us, oh, it was just a warning and New York is next. And I think as already like as people in the LGBTQ plus community, me and Doran already kind of have, like, targets on our backs already, mm-hmm. being from the city. And then when you add color to that, yeah. it's like, you really have to, like, watch your back. You really always have to have your guard up. So mm-hmm. what is that like for you, just knowing that, like, this shit could come to your that's my thing like that's why i was saying like i kind of have to like it's like hard to look at because you see the pictures of the people that died and it's just like yo that like could could have been my fucking grandma like like you just think about shit like that and for me personally i kind of like i acknowledge it and like i fight like for my people my rights obviously but like when I go out on a day-to-day basis, like, I just can't think about that. Because I'm like, I could die at any second. Like, yeah. someone could attack me, and, like, that's just, like, that would be it. But I can't live my life in, like, fear of that happening. And, yeah, I just have to keep going. But one thing I will say, it's kind of, it's just, like, so crazy to me how, like, there are people that are like this. But, like, what's even crazier to me is that, like the country we live in will just like bend over backwards for them mm. and that's just like insane like he that dude like got brought out like in fucking like handcuffs like politely and shit like mm. and then like the media is same shit with the dude in like oregon too even though that's like not as like fresh i guess mm. like he was still like treated with so much like dignity i guess for someone yeah. who commits like something that terrible like those like and then, levels like of, the like, media is always like gonna portray them as like mentally ill or just like not like competent they don't have any social skills but, like i was telling you the other day like we were talking about this the guy literally was like he saw a white person and was mm-hmm. like oh sorry i'm not gonna shoot you or some shit like that along those lines and didn't shoot the white person so like these people are very like capable and aware they're not just like doing this because like they like just have a gun like they have an intent and they're evil and this country supports them and that's what i'll say <laughs> nah i i definitely do agree with that and i mm-hmm. really agree with what you said as far as like detaching yourself because i've looked at this episode so many times this episode mm-hmm. was supposed to be done during season one very early on mm-hmm. and I just did not want to talk about it. I just did not want to even dive into it. A, because it's such a sensitive topic, but B, because talking about it makes it real. Mm -hmm. Talking about it is a way of, like, facing that reality. And I really don't think that um, people realize how, like, scary this is Mm -hmm. and how real this is. Like, we have come so far, yet we're still going backwards. Not a lot has really changed, and I'm really starting to see that. I'm starting to see that, like, while while in the city, this is not, like, a constant thing that we face. Like, in some places, like, people are willing to take it to the extremes to prove a point an invalid point Mm -hmm. but with that being said 
let's dive into the episode. <laughs> um, okay, so, first question, first topic, why is the N-word so controversial in this day and age? Or rather, why is it not controversial? Like, why do you guys think this is just, like, a word that's used so loosely? Mm. I feel like it's used by black people loosely because, like, we were just, like, called that for, like, so long. Like, I feel like black people have, like, a right to use it. And, like, I feel like as black culture has become more popular and been put more on the forefront, especially with, like, rap and, like, hip-hop and stuff, um, other people just want, like, a piece of that. And, like, we can see that through, like, certain, like, artists that I won't, like, say their names and, like, just, like, just, like, certain, like, just culture vultures, just, like, people try to be a part of it and they, they just want to say those words and just, like, be a part of, like, this culture and, like, I feel like that's why it's such a contentious thing right now just because of how prominent black culture is and people just wanting to be a part of that. What about you, Max? I mean, yeah, I don't think anything, like, I don't think I can say anything that, like, hasn't already been said, Mm -hmm. like, hmm. I get it. It's like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of this episode, I'm gonna be, like, I'm gonna be doing, like, a lot more, like, listening than talking this episode, I feel like, because there's a lot of stuff where, like, no matter, like, what circumstances, I'm never really gonna know, like, the feeling of, like, kind of having to like having to deal with like mm. like the thing is as as a white person I kind of like it's kind of crazy is I get to kind of like choose when and when not to whether consciously or not like when or when not to kind of deal with like the conversation of race I guess and I feel like because of that I could like I can like listen to those conversations I can contribute what there is of my perspective to that conversation but at the same time like that perspective is so limited because on a day-to-day basis this isn't something that has to be like in the back of my mind consistently so i i respect that so much because i feel like there are so many white people who like really try to paint a picture like they get it Mm. and it's like I don't care if you're from, like, the motherfucking trenches. Like, you do not get it. Mm -hmm. You do not get what it's like to be an African-American in the United States. There literally is no way of getting it unless you are at all. Literally. Literally. Like, I don't want to, like, gas you for being, like, I need to listen, but I feel like that's something, like, a lot of people just need to do Mm -hmm. in our society is just, like, listen to, like, other people. Because I feel like... They either want to be like, oh, like, I grew up in the hood. Like, I can say this this word, this word, like, per child period, sis, like, that type of yeah. shit. Or they're, like, the, like, activist type who will just, like, talk mm. over, like, black people and, like, <laughs> not listen to, like, what people are saying they actually need. And, mm. Or they're just, like, flat-out racist, too. And, yeah. So I feel like it's just really important for people to, like, listen to, like, black people instead of just, like, talking over them or just, like, yeah. I really do agree with both of you guys because I feel like for a long time and still, like, we're just starting to have a voice. Like, Mm -hmm. we're just starting to be heard. Mm -hmm. I feel like for a very long time, especially, like, growing up, I've always noticed that, like, African Americans are silenced a lot. Um, and it's very hard to kind of convey your point Mm -hmm. or get across, like, your experiences in this world when there's a white man in power telling you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, I definitely agree with that. Um, I'm sorry if I seem very, like, scrambled. This is just, like, such a sensitive topic that I'm trying to be very particular about, Mm -hmm how I um, articulate and convey 
these points, especially in the light of the tragedy that has taken place. Was the N-word controversial when you guys were coming up, like, in your schools or just in your neighborhood? Like, was it something that you heard a lot? Did you ever have to check somebody? Like, what's tea? Okay, this is, like, so embarrassing for me, so I'm being really candid right now. (laughs) But growing up, like, I grew up in, like, predominantly, like, white spaces, I would say. Like, um... If you guys didn't know, like, Brooklyn public schools are very segregated. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't think my parents, like, realized that, but they were just like, we're getting you into this school district because they have the best schools in Brooklyn. So, like, they, like, put me in that one. So, I grew up hearing the N-word, but not from black people. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been to therapy yet, but I'm sure that did some psychological, like, shit to me. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like I didn't, I don't think I fully realized how wrong it was until probably, like, um, middle school. That's when I probably started, like, checking people for it. But they were, people were saying the N-word, and there was a lot of, like, casual, like, and, like, pretty, like, overt racism growing up, which was not fun. And it, like, definitely, like, fucked up my perception of self to an extent. But in high school, we were checking bitches left and right. Which bitches were getting bullied down <laughs> for being racist, which was good. So yeah. Max. Um. Yeah. So, growing up in Washington Heights, I was like in elementary and middle school. I was one of like very few white people in my school. Mm. Like elementary school, it was like I think five white people in like my graduating class, and then it was like three in middle school. Well. Yeah, it was like very limited, but. Um, yeah, definitely heard it around a lot. Um, thing is, like, I think, like, first time I heard it used was, like, in a movie. And I was, like, watching it with my mom. I was like, what's that word mean? And I'm like, and she's just like, nah, you're not supposed to use that one. And I was like, okay. And, and so that just... And, like, over time I started, like sort of learning the context behind it, so I'm like, mm. yeah, no, there's, like, absolutely, like, no circumstance in which, like, that should be coming out of my mouth. I should be hearing that from, like, another, like, non-black person's mouth, even though it was, like, a lot of, like, non-black Hispanic people, like, using the N-word constantly, but at the end, at the end of the day, like, I always was wondering, like, damn, is it really my place to be, like, the guy checking that, like, I don't know. I, um, growing up, I, I grew up, so it was very weird. Mm-hmm. Like, my experience growing up was very weird because I grew up in Park Slope, which, for those of y'all who don't know, it's a very predominantly white neighborhood in Brooklyn. But I went to school with, like, a lot of black kids. Mm-hmm. So... I heard the N-word so much, like, so much. Um, I don't, I think, like, I might have heard a couple of white people saying the N-word in my school, but it took a very long time for me to notice that that was, like, wrong. Mm -hmm. I really didn't notice that that was, like, not okay until, like, middle school. Um, and again, like, I I think I've said it on this podcast before, I was not a confrontational person growing up. So a lot of times when white people would call me the N-word, I would just kind of take it Mm -hmm. and just be like, okay, this is fine because like, he's my friend or like, she's my friend. Not really realizing like, that's a, like, that's racist. Like they, they should not be using this word. Like, the, they shouldn't be comfortable with using this word. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't know the history behind it, I know you don't know the history behind it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with words, not even just, like, the N-word, but even with the word, like, faggot. Like, you, mm-hmm. ha- you have to know your history before you just, like, loosely start using that word. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't, it, I, I don't feel that it was controversial, Growing up, though, I feel like 
people were just so comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, my whole thing, now that I'm older, um, and I've, I've said this a lot, and I think that I've gotten into a lot of debates about this, sometimes I wish that whites didn't use the word, but blacks also didn't use the word. Um, I feel, I, I, I don't know, I just feel like, okay, like, yeah, I get it, like, we took the word back, we made it ours, but at the same time, it's just like, it is so much that comes with that word, like, mm. that I feel like we use it in a way that's not okay. I, I don't think it's just the fact that we're using it, I think it's, like, how we use it, like, I don't know, it's just something a little, like, off to me that growing up, like, I grew up saying, like, oh, that's my nigga, Mm -hmm. like, when you say that, like, when you say that sentence, and you really think about, like, the history behind that word, it really just doesn't sound right, like, Mm -hmm. it it just doesn't sound, um, okay, and I think for me, growing up, I always knew faggot was a bad word. Mm-hmm. And I, once I got older, I was like, what if, like, gays, like, just casually was like, oh, this is my faggot. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it sounds crazy. And I think that um, because I got so comfortable in using the N-word, mm-hmm. I never realized how crazy it sounded. Like, I've actually met a couple of friends who are African-American who are like, I don't care what race you are, like, do not ever in your life, like, call me the N-word. And it's also a thing, too, of I don't really appreciate the fact that we sometimes, like, as men like identify ourselves with that word like somebody will call us a bitch and we'll be like no I'm a nigga Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't know I I, I don't know like it just it doesn't it doesn't sit right with me sometimes Mm -hmm. like and it sucks because the word is just like it's like just a part of my vocabulary So I just, I use it so loosely and I got to a point in my life where like I tried to stop using it, but I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. It was just like programmed in me. Um, So how do y'all feel about, well, how do you, Dorn, Mm -hmm. feel about the fact that people like still use the N-word like a lot? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I like agree with you. I feel like bottom line, like nobody should be saying slurs like bottom bottom line but like if you belong to that group like do as you please like if you want to say the f slur like say that you're black say the n word like yeah but if also like you said like some of your friends like don't want to be called that don't call someone a slur if they tell you specifically they don't want to be called a slur like obviously um but i feel like yeah we definitely should not be using slurs (laughs) But, like, I feel like they're so, like, ingrained in, like, Mm -hmm. just, like, our society and, like, pop culture now, too, almost, as well, that, like, there's just no going back. Like, like, it's just, like, they're just going to be used, and if they are going to be used, they should just be, they should only be being used by the people that are directly, like, affected by those words or have been, you know? Yeah. I definitely, like, completely get where you're coming from Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like crazy to me because one thing I had wondered at one point in my life this is probably gonna sound so dumb um I knew that as black people we Mm -hmm. called each other the Mm n-word so one day I asked my Caucasian friend. I was very young, so cut me some fucking slack. But I asked her, like, do white people call each other, like, crackers? 
Mm-hmm. And she was just like, no. 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 <laughs> she was just like, that's not that that that's not a thing. Like we we don't mm-hmm. do that. And so then that was when the question came up of like, so why do we call each other niggas? Mm-hmm. Like, I've always and and somebody please like feel free to DM me and like really educate the fuck out of me. Um, but I've just always wondered like. Why do like why why do we do that? Like it's such a it, it's such like a low blow. Yeah. And I don't think that like I really don't think that taking the E R away and putting an A no, that's from like the South. Because in the South they won't pronounce like the E R. Like in the North mm. like, er, but like in the South it's like nigga like Cause like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like water, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and 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 I know, cause you know I got that. They're little, from the south. Yeah, yeah, I got that little southern accent. <laughs> southern twang. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's why I be telling y'all like quick sidetrack. That's why y'all was cutting my ass for saying Doritos. Mm. But like, Doritos. Re- really think about it. Like, we really be saying things with an A. Yeah. Like we really don't know how to um talk Not like illiterate. Yeah, literally, like, I think it is so crazy getting, like, back on track, but still, like, merging conversations. Um, I think that it is so crazy because Southern people are actually seen as, we're seen as very illiterate and very ghetto. That is the first thing people think of when they hear the South. They think mm-hmm. of, like, these people can't talk right, and these people act a damn monkey. Which is true. But <laughs> but I just feel like again, like we have a lot of stereotypes. We just have like a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. We just got a lot of this society has a lot of work yeah. to do. Um do you feel that the controversy behind the word has died down or has it like kind of expanded and blown up? Um, I feel like it's, like, at the same place it was. Like, okay, so, like, I need, like, a time frame from, like, when to when. Like, <laughs> from your elementary school experience okay. to now. <laughs> okay, okay. So, from then to now, it's definitely got, and, like, it's definitely became a bigger deal. Because in elementary school, like, I, even in middle school, too, like, 51, like, Kids were saying the most, like, yeah, name-dropping my middle school. (laughs) Those racist bitches. (laughs) They were saying some racist-ass shit, and it was, like, it wasn't even, like, I don't even think, like, the people there, like, meant it to be racist. It was Mm -hmm. just, like, shit they probably heard at home from their parents. They were just, like, like, regurgitating, probably, just, like, subconsciously. And I feel like back then, like, that was, like, Vine era, like, we have fucking like King Botch, like yeah, you know, fucking like Kumish, forgot about fucking, that dude. Like, vines, so like him, like him specifically, <laughs> plus like all of these kids, like fucking like regurgitated, fucking like learned racism. Like I feel like it was it was more accepted. And then in high school, I feel like cancel culture became more of like a thing. Cancel yeah. culture, big quotes around that because not. That's not a real thing. We can talk about that later. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> That's his own episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a shit like regardless. Yeah. But I feel like people just became more like aware of like people being like shitty, I guess, and like brought more light to it. So I feel like since then it's been more of a thing to like call people out for like just their wrongdoings and like being fucking racist. So yeah, I feel like since then it's been like if you say the N-word, like, you're getting, like, hit. Like, yeah, like, or, like, you're getting popped on. You're getting popped point. on, and you're getting exposed on Instagram to all everyone, so. <laughs> like, okay. Everyone's gonna know. What do you think? Because, okay, so it, I'm actually asking you guys, um, both of you guys, these questions, because mm-hmm. we're also all from the city, mm-hmm. but it seems like we're all three of us are kind of just from three different worlds. Like, yeah. <laughs> you being a lag kid, you being from the Heights, and then me being from, like, Little Low Park Slope. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it's very important that, you know, we all add our input. And, yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
for you right. and your experience from elementary school up until now, do you feel like the N word has been more controversial? Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. I would say to a certain degree, yeah. Like I feel like. It kind of depends, though, because keep in mind, like, where I went to high school was an entirely different space from, mm-hmm. like, where I went to elementary and middle school. Like, I was down in Chelsea. Um, pretty much, like, the whole student body was, like, District 2, mm-hmm. Upper East, mm-hmm. Upper West Side. So that adds, like, a whole new set of, like, rules and parameters, I guess, around, like, sort of what's being said, like, where Discord... Or, where, like, discourse around that is. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, like, as far as I know, that wasn't, like, tolerated in any context. But at the same time, yeah, like, I can't really, like, I can't really, like, have any kind of reference point, like, similar to, like, where I was at in high school, like, for back then, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really know if I could, like, gauge the two, like, it's apples and oranges, kind of. Yeah. But. At the same time, yeah, I do think, like, there was, like, a level of accountability in high school that, like, I don't know, was, was obvi- obviously, like, a lot less loose. I mean, a lot looser in, like, middle school and elementary school. So, I actually have a question based off of something that you said. Do you think... That And this is not me saying, I think it's acceptable. This is me asking a question. Um, do you think unintentional racism is acceptable? Do you think people should just be allowed to be like, oh, I didn't mean to be racist? No. No. <laughs> Especially, like... If they say, like, they don't mean to be racist, like, bitch, you know. Like, yeah, you know. Like, if someone says, like, something that's, like, microaggressive to me, or, like, if someone's, like, just casually racist, I'll, like, call them out and be like, hey, like, don't do that. And, like, they'll be like, never do that shit again. And, mm-hmm. like, if their response is, like, acceptable for, like, okay, I'm so sorry, like, we're cool, whatever, like, it's over then. But, yeah. If someone's, like, defending themselves because, like, they're like, I didn't mean to be bitter, like, then no. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely not. Like, <laughs> what about for, what what about for you? Mm-hmm. Because, and, and I mean this in all aspects from any race, um, do you feel like I mean, that... you can't really be, like, racist towards white people, though. Like, I, you can have, like, bias towards white people, I guess, but at the same time, like, I don't think, like, there's so much just, like, history that goes into, like, every single little detail of all this mm-hmm. that, like, I can't really say, like, I've dealt, I've personally dealt with any sort of, like, kind of, like, I'm looking for the word, like, racial kind of, like, blowback towards myself, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would, like, low-key disagree a little bit. I feel like you can kind of be racist towards any race. Of course, it's like for African-American people, there's more of a reason there. Mm. Um, it's a, it's not as like, like just... Bias and racism are like pretty different things though, right? Like Yeah, but I, I do feel that like a random black person could wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to kill whites. That this is what I'm gonna do, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize that like racism is racism, period, and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this can happen to any race. Like mm-hmm. y'all don't rem- do you- I don't know if y'all remember. Oh my god, I can't remember like when it was. I think it was like when COVID first became a thing, and they were just like wilding out on Asian people for like. Mm-hmm no reason they mm-hmm. were like beating them up they were like it, it was just, it was it was crazy mm-hmm. it was yeah. just so like that was mostly white people though if you mm. yeah sense. but also i feel like words are like like wording is so important too because if you like look really look into the definition of racism i don't know if they changed it in the dictionary yet but like 
it's like the systemic like oppression of a group of people mm-hmm. yeah so, like about, there's a power dynamic yeah, that's true like the right? thing about like with white people like they're not like systemically oppressed like so like if like a white person went and like no if a black person was like woke up one day and was like i'm just gonna kill a bunch of fucking white people today like he might get to kill those white people but um he's probably gonna get like shot on the premise like <laughs> handcuffed like thrown on the ground yeah. like put in the back of a truck and like going to prison for the rest of his life like that white boy that fucking killed like 10 black people like we saw like he just got like politely like put out of there like he's put in the car like so like it's like i feel like the words are different like which is like it's very like meticulous i guess but like i feel like you can be prejudiced to white people but like just because like that like systemic like history isn't there with like slavery like jim crow like all of these things like I feel like you can't really be like racist to them per se but I do feel like you can definitely like be very prejudiced to white people yeah (laughs) see y'all we do have different point of views on like certain topics um okay okay per not Doran coming through with the education um okay what's next what's next what's next what's next what's next this is me casually scrolling for my questions um Okay, so, truly, like, let's now, now I want to get into the nitty-gritty. Now I want to tell these white people about themselves. <laughs> um, what is the big deal with white people saying the N-word? Because clearly they don't, uh, a lot of these people don't see the big deal. So I think it's time that we tell them what the big deal is. Yeah. Um, it's a word for black people, and definitely not for you. Like, it doesn't... Also, let's talk about, like, the different types of white people today. I'm worried. Like, mm. we have our, like, regular racists. We have our, like, trying to be down, like, <laughs> white people. And those, like, amuse me so much because it's, like, you saying the N-word isn't giving what you think it's giving. Like, it's giving, like, fucking, like, colonizer, Jim Crow, like, I don't know, like, fucking, like, evil white person. Like, it's not... It's not giving, like, black person cosplay. Like, I don't know what they think it's giving, but... Yes. Um, people just need to understand, like, that's just not a word for, for you. When it comes out of a non-black person's mouth, it just looks very, very weird and disgusting. So don't say it. Yeah. Period. Next. <laughs> so why, why is it not okay for you to say the N-word mm-hmm. as a white person? I mean, yeah, there's, like, so much, like, deeply rooted kind of, like, history attached to it. Um, The context which that word came from, the context, like, in which that word kind of, like, stayed alive through, like, whether, like, in, in a positive or a negative context, that's just not for me in any capacity because... I know for a fact that, like, I, on a day-to-day basis, have not had to, like, kind of contend with, like, blackness ever. My Mm -hmm. ancestors never had to, like, literally, like, adjust the way they lived their day-to-day life because of the color of their skin. So, like, kind of just as a result of that, it's not my place in any context to use, like, such a loaded word, like no matter when and that 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 phrase right there i love that it's a loaded word it is a loaded word like i don't think that a lot of caucasian people really take the time to research or even think if you know your history think about that shit before you use that word like you don't understand the damage that could come from like a black person being called the n-word by a white person like that can do like detrimental damage to somebody spiritually mentally like i feel like for me to be called the n-word by a caucasian person that is your version of saying you're you are beneath me you are nothing you have no power i own you and one thing about me is, don't no bitch own me. <laughs> don't no bitch own me. I don't care what color your skin is. 
I don't care what role you play in my life. Don't bitch on me. I did not pop out your coochie. Okay, <laughs> my mother is black. Like, I really think that um, a lot of these slurs that we use, we don't know enough about them to like use them so use use them so loosely. But I feel like specifically when it comes to the N word and white people using it. Even if you, I feel like once you do your research, though, you shouldn't want to use the word. You shouldn't even be comfortable with, like, your friends or family using the word. Like, I just Mm -hmm. watched a video today um, of, like, a lady getting kicked out of an Uber because Mm -hmm. she was racist. And it's like, yes, that is how that is supposed to go. That's how that's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, yeah, um... So what I do kind of want to dive into just a little bit um, is right now, me and you, Doran, Mm -hmm. as two African Americans, we got white friends. We have a lot of white friends. (laughs) Um, So why do you think that in society, like even back then, it is such a big deal when like black people are like friends with like a shit ton of white people like why do you think people make that like such a big Mm -hmm. deal I feel like because oh this is a hard question to answer but I feel like from like at least black people's point of view like it's from a place of concern mm. more like oh like I hope they're okay like <laughs> like because like because we've seen stories of like like black people that have like predominantly like white friend groups like and they go like missing or mm-hmm. some, like ultimately like, get out type shit so like I feel like from like black people it definitely comes from like a place of concern um when white people have a problem with it that's just like weird racist. Yeah, you're just weird. Like, but, yeah, yeah. I feel like, for me, um, and I definitely just want to put this out there, I have had people tell me, you're turning your back on your people. Mm -hmm. And what I need people to understand is the white friends that I have are not racist and the white friends that I have are willing to learn. And listen and I think that's what I've had to understand because for so long I had a lot of black friends that Mm -hmm. treated me like shit by the way Mm -hmm. um I had a lot of black friends that treated me like shit and I stayed friends with those people because I felt like oh, if I get, like, a white boyfriend or I have, like, too many white friends, like, Mm -hmm. to some extent, I'm betraying my people because Mm -hmm. these are the people that are going against my people. Mm -hmm. So I really do just want to say, like, white people be (laughs) wildin', but not all white people are wildin'. And I I don't want people to feel that because I'm like, you know, I favor like heavy metal music mm-hmm. over like rap music. That means I don't honor my culture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think that you have to be able to just be like to each its own. And if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But that's not what tickles my pickle. Um, but I definitely, you know, you know, if a bitch use the N word or try to come crazy, like, I fight, so <laughs> I'm not checking nobody. I'm putting on a scarf, and I'm hitting them the, with the so what's up. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely think that I, I've always just tried to keep an open mind and kind of see that, like, just because they're white doesn't mean they're automatically racist. Yeah, and then, like, it's just up to, like, that's the other thing with, like, having white friends, I guess. Like, you have to, like, use your discernment. And, like, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, you might get it wrong. And, like, it, they might not be, like, the great person. And, like, yeah. you have to, like, move through that and navigate that, which is just, like, a thing. 
And yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because <laughs> ah, I know what I'm about to bring up. Um, so we're gonna do a little flashback <laughs> of Max's old roommate. <laughs> and. I think there was one time that he was like touching your hair or some shit. Oh, oh yeah, that was like mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year. So I want you specifically because you know I don't have hair, <laughs> but you have a lot of hair. What mm-hmm. is the big deal about a white man, a white anybody, touching a black person's hair like? Mm-hmm. Please. So that's not the first time that's actually happened to me. <laughs> Surprise. But, um, should I, talk, should I talk more about James or should I talk more about hair? Like, specifically. Get, listen. Okay, okay. This is your moment. Okay. <laughs> so, I feel like white people, like, fucking, like, touching black hair, it's like, they treat, they try to, like, treat you like you're just, like, a zoo animal or just, like, mm. like a pet or something. Like, it's weird. Especially weird... Because there used to be human zoos where they used to showcase black people. I'll put that out there, too. Mm. Um, so, the first time it's ever... Not the first time, probably, but the first really, really memorable time. I was at, like, the sleepaway camp. And it was already, like, kind of weird for me. Because I didn't say this. I don't say this a lot. But I am Jewish. Um, I was at this Jewish camp. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Oh like, um, I think, like, sixth grade. And I was, like, the only, like, black Jewish person there. So constantly fielding questions like how are you black and jewish like i'm I'm not telling people my life story so i was born jewish my parent my mom was born jewish like that's it hang it up like flat screen like (laughs) like it's over so that was like a thing and then i remember on the last day of camp this one like counselor was like constantly staring at me the entire time like kind of like me mugging me like i'm like Mm. what does this white bitch want like what the fuck does she want with me like i don't know (laughs) So then, finally, on the last day of camp, she walks up to me, like, probably, like, the first, like, th- the third time she's spoken to me the entire time. She's like, can I touch your hair? And I'm just like, you're a counselor. Like, and, like, I'm, like, 12 at the time, so yeah. I'm just like, I don't really know what to do, so I'm like, sure. Like, it just touches my hair. And I was like, that felt very, like, violating, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, now on to James. <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe I shouldn't say that name. But, you, um, it's explicit behavior. Okay, okay, season okay, of okay, name okay, drops. Okay. Season so, name drops. we had this really, like, terrible fucking roommate. My roommate. Yeah, Max's roommate. Great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing fucking person. Um, he actually, like, really was trying to, like, fetishize me. And one weekend, it was, like, everyone else was gone. It was me and him here. And I had to lock my door because he was just, like, trying to come in my room and just, like, knocking on it. And I was like, get the fuck away from me. Anyways, but he did touch my hair, I guess, one time. And he was just weird. He had a weird obsession with, like, black, like, men and black people in general. And also weird in many other ways that I don't know if we want to get into right Yeah, now. we won't get into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that but, behavior is, like, a little too explicit, man. Yeah. yeah. A little too explicit. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's a weirdo, and he definitely, like, was one of those type of people that was, like, like the counselor that just doesn't really, like, probably doesn't really see black people as, like, I want to say, like, doesn't, doesn't see black people as, like, human in a way. Like, mm-hmm. just sees, like, black people as, like, an object. Like, like as, like, hair they can just pet and just, like, feel. Or just, you know, just, like, use for, like, sex or whatever. But, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah, part. <laughs> um, I also just think it's a thing of, like... I'm not, a, like... I don't know, like, anytime I used to have, um... Braids. I used to actually have, like, long hair. Mm-hmm. And looking back at it, I don't know if anybody ever touched my hair. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Ew. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a thing for me of, like, I'm not a fucking exhibit. Like, mm-hmm. I hate, I hate when I go into certain places. Because people hear my name is Shelton. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, like, not a white name, Mm -hmm. but, like, you don't expect, like, 
a black boy in poom poom shorts with a crop top and heels to walk in <laughs> when you hear shelter. So um, I've actually had times where I've walked in certain places and people have like, st- white people have stared me down mm-hmm. because to them, prime example, this is actually a very funny prime example. I went to the Westchester Mall mm-hmm. one time last semester, and I kid you not, every white person in there was so shocked mm-hmm. that like a black person mm-hmm. walked in and my pants weren't sagging. Like I didn't. I, I guess I didn't look like a scammer. Quotation marks. Mm-hmm. So there to them, they were looking at me in a way of like how do you even have the money to be in here Mm -hmm. like i had never experienced anything like that before i mean don't get me wrong white people definitely stare at me um and are fascinated with me in my neighborhood because again black boy in poom poom shorts Mm -hmm. walking through park slow (laughs) not something you see every day but i just definitely want to put out there like as black people, we are not a motherfucking art exhibit. Like, you should not just be, like, mean-mugging the fuck out of an African-American person mm-hmm. walking into a mall trying to live their life. Like, yes, I have the money to be here. Yes, I have the money to buy some Gucci flip-flops. Like, mm-hmm. I do. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like... There's a stereotype and a stigma among white people that we are just, like, broke and, like, can't afford shit. And we still, and all we know how to do is, like, fight and act a damn monkey. Like, no! that's no, We are very educated. And I've always said, and I'll say it again, black people are very fucking intelligent. Mm-hmm. Black people are very intelligent. And I'm telling you, like, if... If our youth would use that intelligence in the right way, we would be very... Like, I feel like we're powerful right now, mm-hmm. but not to, like... It goes so much deep. It goes so deep, though. Yeah. Like, it just, like... Like, our school, like, and education system mm-hmm. is just so just, like, fucked up and fucked mm-hmm. And they're never going to fund it because they know if they did, like, it would actually empower people. And especially when it comes to, like black people and like african history and just like that type of shit like they gloss the fuck over that like they will not teach you that especially like in my schools like they did not cover that at all mm-hmm. and i feel like like i've like i feel like i've done work to like learn more about like african history myself and i feel like if black like youth and like people were taught that from like a younger age mm-hmm. and just like taught their like inherent like value like no you're not dumb like you're not like right beneath these people like and that was the thing i feel like i felt growing up because like i was surrounded by so many white people that like definitely had that mindset and it Mm -hmm. kind of put me in like a position where i felt like oh like i'm not as smart i'll never be as smart i'll like never like be this or as talented or something 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 and i feel like if in some alternate universe if we had like a better education system and just like really just nurtured like our black youth and just like told them how like amazing they are like yeah, we would have what we need. Yeah. I feel like there's no reason that I had to wait until college to learn more about my history. Mm-hmm. I've kind of noticed that as you get older, um, every textbook is still kind of the same. Mm-hmm. You're still learning about the same leaders, the same people, but mm-hmm. there's so many things they don't tell you about. Yeah. I got here and I had, shout out Naheem, um, I had the opportunity to learn Tut. I didn't mm-hmm. even know Tut was a thing. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that at some point, like, black people had their own language. Mm-hmm. And I was able to learn it and I was able to not just learn the language, but learn, like, it kind of, like, made me feel empowered. It was like... Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, as dumb and as illiterate as, like, the education system has, like, made me feel. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've always felt like 
to be honest, I've always kind of felt like if I'm competing with a white person, I'm never going to win because that's how the education, the education system makes you feel really dumb. When you're reading about like all these white people in textbooks and you see nobody that looks like you, you start to wonder like what the fuck? Yes, <laughs> yes, and that I feel like even now sometimes like when I'm in a journalism class, mm-hmm. it gets so frustrating because it's like where are the people that look like me? And I know mm-hmm. there were black journalists. Like I'm aware of the fact that there were black journalists. Why are they not in this fucking book? Mm-hmm. And that's why I hate. I hate. I hate. I hate. I hate the fact that we had to learn about the history of journalism this semester because I'm learning about the history of journalism, but at the same time, I want to learn about my history mm-hmm. of journalism. Like, where are all the people that look like me? Yeah. It gets so frustrating. It gets so frustrating. We literally, I want to say, we learned about the Metro 7, which mm-hmm. was like a group of African-American reporters from the Washington Post that really wanted to promote like more diversity within mm. the media field and the journalism field but it's it's so quick like they just gloss over it mm. like they make you feel like your history is not important like in high school like I think it was my freshman year like we spent so much time learning about Greece like Rome like all of these like topics and then like we had one week to learn about Africa and we all got split into groups to do like a different part of Africa. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, and that's like that. I feel like that's what I was like, I'm going to like teach myself about this shit because no one else is going to do this for me, obviously, at this point. So, and I'm glad I learned a lot of shit. There's a lot of fucking African history that is goes untaught. So you should learn that shit and teach yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And to all my African-American people, Please, please research Tut. Like yeah. it's such an ama- it's such an amazing thing to learn about and it really goes to show how whites again, they underestimate us, but we are not dumb. We are not beneath them. Like we are smart. We are like we have a knowledge and a power that really goes beyond school. Like, so just to all my black brothers and sisters, just know, like, boo, you are strong, you are beautiful, like, learn, just learn more about your history, please, Mm -hmm. like, learn more about your history, learn more about your history, and then after you learn that shit, embrace it. Mm -hmm. Um, shit, that hit me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so, okay, I think, wow, damn, I, like, accidentally answered all the questions (laughs) um so okay to close out uh more of a peaceful close out what advice would you have for the upcoming generation so for us Mm -hmm. what advice would we give to african american kids and for you, what advice would you give to white kids who are predominantly around black kids? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say to like the next generation, and I guess to like our generation too. Like, we have to like take this shit down. Like, I'm gonna like, but like lightly, like jokes, haha. Because I don't want the like CIA to start like following this. But like, I feel like this system is not working, and we can keep trying to like get new elected officials and like keep trying to like push for like change like through government but the government was made specifically to work against us and we just need to figure out a way to like break free from these chains so we just have to keep fighting period um on my side of things i guess just like realize that it isn't always all about you like kind of position yourself like in a way where you can like actively be a part of these conversations, actively like be a part of progress, like in the ways you can, but at the same time, don't make like yourself the forefront of that. Don't make like 
it not everything not everything has to be like your personal mission or something that you need to like contextualize yourself around you can be like there's no like i don't really know how to word it but like being involved and being like the center of attention aren't like the same exact thing mm. and i think that's what a lot of people really need to understand mm. Mm. Add on to that. yeah i feel like also like you see that a lot in media too like with a lot of like jim crow and like slavery movies like mm-hmm. there's always like the white person who is like the savior or like the good white person yeah and i'm just like if we're being like if we're keeping it a buck if we're being honest like that's just not realistic it's like not. and they just i feel like the media like they need to like they try to sanitize like the history and stuff of these things just to make white people feel makes more it more like palatable basically and palatable yeah exactly and what you were saying about like just like listening and like not like trying to like take up space and like being um trying not to be at the center of attention is like exactly like that i guess and, like trying not to be Trying not to be the fucking white person that's just not real in the, the slavery movie. Yeah, because it's not real. <laughs> that is facts. Um, my advice would be... Hmm. My advice would be don't allow anybody, a teacher, a parent's mm-hmm. friend, a friend, a friend of a friend, to make you feel less than like just because you're black does not mean that you do not hold power like you just have to really find that power within yourself and become one with that power and you will like i'm not gonna sit here and say like oh you have to try no you will you will and the universe will ensure that don't just don't grow up doubting yourself. That's my one thing. That Yeah, that's my main don't thing. Don't put limits on yourself. One thing my mom always says to me, she's like, you're not ordinary, you're extraordinary. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that she's been saying that to me since I was like fucking like, probably like two, like, <laughs> influenced me. So always say, that's your mantra now, guys. Like, say that to yourself. Like <laughs> One thing I was always taught by my mother, which I think, has been so beneficial to me and it has allowed me to have such a free spirit is be yourself. Mm -hmm. And for so long, I applied that to my sexuality, but I'm just now starting to apply that to my race. Mm -hmm. So that means like for my females and my men who have hair, like if you decide you want to go natural, don't feel ashamed about that. Mm -hmm. Like, do own that. I feel like black hair and black people are so beautiful. And mm. you just got to look in the mirror every day and just really tell yourself, like, I am beautiful. I am mm. strong. I am black. And mm. listen, like, mm-hmm. I run shit. Period. Exactly. Also, don't let anybody, like, dictate how black you are, especially mm. a fucking white person. Never mm. let a white person, because they used to do this shit to me used to be like, I'm blacker than you. Like, I know this song, so I'm blacker than you. Mm -hmm. Nothing can take away or invalidate your blackness. You will always be a beautiful fucking black person. And, yeah. Exactly. And for all my African Americans who, you know, aren't as into rap music or, you know, you're you're into things that are stereotypically a quote-unquote white thing, Again, like Doran just said, that does not take away from your blackness. That does not take away from your blackness. You have to know your history, understand your history, become one with your history, but understand that the color of your skin should not limit how you live your life. Never let that limit your life. So I say all that to say, stay strong, stay black, and stay beautiful and that is the closing for this episode of exclusive behavior Mwah! i love y'all <laughs> stay safe y'all see you guys next Bye. episode